Hello and welcome to another episode of The Long Finish. I'm your host, Tug Coker, and I'm here as always with my wife and co-host, Catherine Weil Coker. How are you doing tonight, Catherine? I'm great. How are you? Happy to be here. Saturday night for us. Date night. Episode 125 of The Long Finish, and we're talking great wines for the big holiday coming up. Thanksgiving. Yes, there are so many, and it's a holiday about food and wine, and also hanging out with friends and family, and so you want a wine that goes with all the things to eat and that everyone's going to love, and this totally fits the bill. So what are we drinking tonight, Catherine? We are drinking Las Haras Slipper Sipper 2023 Nouveau. This is from North Coast in California. We drink another Las Haras bottle back in episode 30. Love the story of this wine, winemakers. And we wanted to have a wine that was in some sort of Nouveau style we talked about. And you happen to have this at Esther's right now. So we're cracking it open and it's delicious Especially delicious on this Saturday because it's been a long day. It has been a really long day. I'm so glad to just sit down, honestly. I haven't sat down really since 9 o'clock, running around, getting ready. I I like to do things early. So I was at the farmer's markets today, two farmer's markets, prepping for Thanksgiving because I really don't want to be going out on that Wednesday before. The Wednesday market is crazy. It's like traveling on Wednesday before Thanksgiving. That's also crazy. Try to avoid those things. So I'm grabbing my Brussels sprouts, my green beans, my delicata squash. Meanwhile, texting me, on. texting me like, okay, so what are we going to cook? Yeah, what are we doing? I'm just grabbing stuff. It's like supermarket <laughs> sweep. I don't know. Here, you take $10. Here, you take $10. Let me get some turkey herbs. Come home. This is what we're making. Figure it out. Kind of fun, right? It's like Top Chef for Thanksgiving. So we're gonna figure it out. We got my good friend from college coming over. The Tom Skate Bars and family that our pandemic time with basically should be a lot of fun. But today was nuts. Last day of the soccer season out here in Culver City, California. Got to coach my four now five year old son in his first season. Can't say how long he's gonna be playing soccer, but. Catherine and I were remarking off air that he did not complain one time, except it was hot. <laughs> and when it was hot, he complained a lot about how hot it was. But he never complained about not about, about going. going to soccer. About so showing up. Huge no, win. Never. Huge win it for us. It was great. It's been a busy week. We had the soccer games today. We had his birthday last week. He turned five. We had a party for him, this big bouncy house place, and um, you know, it's just been nonstop. Today also our, our seven-year-old concluded his season. Hadn't had a chance to watch him all that much. This is the first year I felt like, oh, I have multiple kids because can't be at every game because I'm coaching my five-year-old during some conflicting times. So, awesome chance to watch him play and now they're off of school. They're on, they're on, ho- they're on Thanksgiving break for a whole week, week so... We're it's gonna, nine days. You and I are going to talk offline after this is over and strategize how to survive this week. Which movie marathon will it be? Oh, I We've know. already watched all the Star Wars. Yeah, but we going to Trolls at some point. Haircuts um, are in the future. Oh, uh, yeah. We're, they're still young enough where like, doing chores is very fun for them. So haircuts, going to the store, a lot of those things. 
I feel like they haven't gone to school very much in November. They had November 1st off. They had uh, last Friday off. I think each of them was sick one day. Now there's a whole week off. So wild times. Always craving rhythm. Never getting it. What else is going on in the world, Catherine? How are you? <laughs> have a chance to really see you this week. I know. it's <laughs> Well, you know, that, that party like took so much out of me. And my parents were here, which was awesome to be with them. But it was just... I never really am prepared for that, like the letdown after the party. It's like, whew, that was a lot, putting that together. And just all the energy from the kids, like the anticipation and the wanting presents. And it it's wonderful. And it's just so intense. So I'm still winding down, to be honest. Do you like Thanksgiving? What are your thoughts on Thanksgiving? Do you have fond memories of Thanksgiving growing up? It was always different in my house. Like sometimes we would go to my grandma's. Sometimes we were at home. I can remember a very specific Thanksgiving where we went to a museum in Denver to see a festival of trees and then went to Denny's for dinner on the way home. As we've all done. And and well, my parents said that they used to do that. Like, you know, when they were young adults, that that was a thing. But when we went, there were no no one else was there, and we got chicken fingers. And I was like, "You've ruined this holiday for me, mom and dad." And I, they never let me forget that I said that. Um, the old festival of trees into Denny's double <laughs> Thanksgiving. Who among us has not done that? Oh, I can. St- oh man, those memories are solid. But I have so much empathy for my parents. Like it's so much to think. Oh, you got to cook up this feast if you don't have extended family around. Like, you know, someone's bringing this and someone else is bringing that. I, unless you just love, love, love the hosting, it's a lot. No, it's fun. So I'm happy that we have friends coming that will bring some things and, you know, lighten the load and make it a little simpler. My Thanksgivings are always great. Always played football outside. Always watched the Dallas Cowboys. They would not always win, of course, on Thanksgiving, but that you know, I, I really like Thanksgiving. But I feel like Thanksgiving has been cornered in some way because ha- Halloween, uh, especially when you have young kids, is a big deal. But commercialization of of Christmas takes place like the day after Halloween, even before. I'm in pavilions. Target was stacked. I'm in pavilions, and it's like November first. I feel bad for the people who have to work at pavilions for the next two months. They have to hear holiday music ad nauseum. For two months. That's a lot. So I feel like Thanksgiving just gets squeezed. It's like, it's a great holiday, you know, when you think about the fact that people get together with family and friends in that sense. And people are just like, yeah, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Well, there you're right that there isn't as much commercialization. There's not as much that you can sell around Thanksgiving. People don't decorate in the same way. They don't give gifts. And the historical, you know reason for the holiday is now kind of a mess that we have to that we have to redo and but giving thanks and expressing gratitude that just doesn't sell it's too bad because getting (laughs) together with family and friends is you know it's the best especially eating at like four o'clock or earlier that's amazing the idea to just like have a day when you're not working and you're hanging out with people you love and having good food that's a great, that's great. You and I have to figure out what we're going to do about the turkey. Uh, so we'll talk about that later. But um, yeah, well, we'll report back next episode on how we did with 
our bird and who cooked what. But let's talk about what we're going to be drinking. That's one thing I'm certainly not worried about. I can just tell you, I am, I've got that part figured out. I got that part down. And one of the things on the table is definitely going to be this wine. This is the Las Haras Slipper Sipper. It's from Old Vines, North Coast, California. It's the Nouveau 2023. Nouveau. Yeah, you were talking about that. Nouveau. Yep. It's it's a style. It was really developed in Beaujolais in the mid-1900s, really developed by Jules Chauvet as a way of fermenting that was faster and quicker and created like this fruity, kind of high-toned, less complex, simple and pleasing wine. It works really well with Gamay. And there's a holiday. There's Beaujolais Nouveau Day. It's always the third. Wait, no. Thanksgiving is the third Thursday. So I guess Beaujolais. Thanksgiving is the fourth Thursday. So the Beaujolais is. So Beaujolais Nouveau Day is the third Thursday of November. And we've done other episodes on Beaujolais and Beaujolais Nouveau. But basically, this is when winemakers in. Beaujolais would release the Nouveaux. And it was like a celebration of the harvest. It was also a way to get people to buy wine, a commercial thing as well. But it's wine that's being sold that was just harvested. So for example, this wine that we're drinking tonight, it comes from three different vineyards, two in Lodi and one in Mendocino. And it was harvested very end of August and then beginning and middle of September, each of the those of three days, fermented, then into tank, then into bottle, and now in our glass. It's a really, really quick turnaround. So there's not a lot of complexity or development with the wine, but there's a lot of pleasure fra- factor. This kind of really fruity, high-toned, pretty gluggable wine. And this is perfect for that. So it is, Nouveau is traditionally associated with Beaujolais, but it can be anything. And this wine tonight is a blend of Carignan and Zinfandel, two grapes that have grown very well in California. They are, certainly people think of Zinfandel as California's grape, even though it's not technically. It is technically an immigrant, like most Americans. It's actually linked to a Croatian grape, Serjenik Kozlanski. Wow. And I told your parents... Nice pronunciation. Thank you so much. I told your parents to get a hold of this when they were in Croatia just a month ago or so. But it really is an old grape. It dates back to 32 BC. So even though it is America's grape, or we like to think of it that way, it's not really. It's an immigrant as well. But it grows well in California. It's very fruit forward. It's medium body. It's medium tannin. It can have more alcohol. It really delivers that great fruit and that California sunshine. And Carignan is not dissimilar. Carignan can be found in France, in southern France, mostly a blending grape there. And in Spain as well, it's called Carignana, or it's also sometimes called Mazuelo. But this is also, it's also a black skin grape that's like heavy on the fruit, cranberry, raspberry, but lots of spices and this kind of cured meat thing and grows well in California. 
So together, this blend makes perfect sense. And it's fun to have the Nouveau style. So normally these might be higher alcohol. These two grapes were they, if you saw a Carignan or a Zin on the shelf, you're looking at, you know, at least 14% alcohol usually. This is not quite 12%. I think it's 12.5. I like this in the label, the very cute label that they have. Oh, it is 12.5. Listen, I'm not lying. Well, it wasn't that on the website. Tricked you. Oh, my. Um... This label is very cute, so I studied it hard. Such a cute label. Yeah. 12.5% alcohol. So, okay, it's low. It's not crazy. They 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 are definitely into picking early, Las Haras, you know, to preserve acidity and so that the wines aren't flabby. And that would be on the lower side for either Carignan or Zin. Ah, what a great nose. Definitely has that black cherry, raspberry cranberry like sweet dried cranberry be cranberry sauce that that sweet one in a can it's all fruit oh light and fresh now we put a chill on this and we're serving this by the glass right now at esters because we just have to because it's too cute and so fun and this is in the pick for my wine club for the adventurer level this month because it's just like so perfect for thanksgiving and it's only here for such a limited amount of time i had to do it now, you might have They're, they're going to be happy about that, I think. I think they'll love it. Yeah, this wine's really fun and really, like you said uh, to me earlier, the, the biggest problem with this wine is that you drink it too fast. Well, there was a gentleman looking for Thanksgiving wines at Esther's yesterday, and he was looking for wines that had no added sulfur or low sulfur. And I, we pulled a couple things off the shelf. And then I said, oh, why don't you try this? We have it by the glass and you can just have a sip of it. And, you know, this is probably affordable. People like it. I mean, he just gulped that right down. And he's just said, give me. Okay. Give me yeah, that. Yes, exactly. I said, the problem with this is that it's going to go fast. So <laughs> maybe get two. I would, yeah, <laughs> get more than one. And he's like, oh, this would be good to serve when people arrive at four o'clock. I said, yes, exactly. People want red wine. This is refreshing. It's great with the chill on it. It's perfect. Well, I'm glad we're talking about the wine first and giving it so much energy because the people behind this wine sometimes get a lot of focus. Las Haras is a very, very cool project. That started in 2015 with Joel Burt and Eric Wareheim. Eric Wareheim is a comedian. He was one half of Tim and Eric, went on tour for that, but also like does comedy, all kinds of comedy. Someone master of none with uh, Aziz Ansari. Oh, that's right. He's a funny guy and he loves food and wine. And Joel Burt grew up on a farm in the central coast, but his family made table grapes. Hmm. Organic, was very passionate about that. He wanted to become a chef, was in a restaurant, then went back to school for winemaking and, you know, interned with a bunch of different people in California, in France, all over. And he and Eric became friends and Eric said, ah, you know, it'd be cool. Let's make a, I want to make a wine. Could you help me that I could sell in the merch tent on my tour? With Tim and Eric. And Joel's like, mm, I don't know if you can do that, if you can sell a wine there, but like, let's figure it out and sell it online. So they were doing that. And then they were like, well, actually, this is quite involved. 
you know, and if we're going to have a wine club, well, then we have to have at least more than one wine. And so they had two wines and then it grew. And now it's 26 wines and they have a real... They make 26 wines? Yeah. I had no idea. They have a really solid winery. Of course, initially, Las Harras got a lot of press and interest from comedy fans, Eric's fans. He knew how to build a brand. He knew how to, you know, grab... Connect his audience to... Connect with people and bring interest into this. Mm -hmm. But then I think once the wine found its way to Psalms and people in the natural wine world, because this is very much a natural wine, people started enjoying the wine on its own and knowing, oh, Las Haras, or the labels are so so interesting. And they're all different, but they're all such fun, poppy, energetic, and artistic labels that they draw attention. And the wines are full of energy, and they're fresh, and they're so drinkable, and they're accessible. And so people caught on. So now the brand has grown from more than just comedy into wine lovers, people that love wine. But I think I think it's kind of a cool way and that they've that they've made their way. So this is really a small production. Well, not that small, I guess. 1800 cases. That's enough for some people to celebrate celebrate Thanksgiving. But it's only around what's that one we had earlier in the year um, a couple months ago? It was like 40 cases. 40 cases, yeah. You know, but it's enough to get around. But it, but this will sell out in a minute. I mean, we only got a little bit of it. We only got a few cases at Esther's. It'll sell out and then it'll be gone. So if you're listening to the show and you're in LA, Santa Monica, I mean, come come grab it for Thanksgiving now because it's also by the glass. It's not going to last through the week probably. Exactly. The label's so cute too. It's very... It's great. It looks like these like pilgrim looking loafer shoes that the toes are wine glasses full of red wine. The art is from Sarah Rabin. She's a Brooklyn artist. I looked at some of her stuff on her website. It's incredible. It's eccentric. It's playful. Some of it's a little, maybe a little out there, a little erotic. But like, this is not out there. It's just really fun and playful and makes you want to drink the wine. We'll post a picture of the label on our Instagram at the long finish. Shall we get into food pairings? Let's list them off. Thanksgiving, baby. This is it. I mean, it's going to be great with a heavy turkey and gravy. There you go. It's going to be light. Going to be great with that cranberry sauce. Any of that, those kind of like earthy vegetables, the Brussels sprouts, uh, those parsnips that we're going to have. This is going to give great lift to that. Stuffing. Oh, yeah. Here's what's kind of interesting about this too. This has one gram of residual sugar. So Mm. of course it's dry, but there is that like intense fruitiness and hint of sweetness. And I think that's just, you need that with Thanksgiving. Now you mentioned we can get this at Esther's. What else can our listeners find this wine? Can they go direct? Yes, you can go direct. You can go to their website, Las Haras Wines. And and find the wine and find lots of their other wines or join their wine club. Yeah. This wine's delicious. I mean, it's a great. You're not again. Don't consume a lot of red wine by the bottle together. We did that last week. Uh, last week we had a rare two family outing, and we got to drink red. We did. We got to drink the whole bottle by ourselves. But it this feels great. like a bottle that we could do that for. Yeah. But it was nice to collaborate with some some friends to, to finish a bottle. <laughs> I like that we collaborate. <laughs> 
to empty a bottle of wine into our mouths. This is great. I love this wine. Can't wait to, to post it on our Instagram. Hope you grab one. We'll grab some other Nouveau for Thanksgiving and kick off the day drinking this wine. Absolutely. All right, let's get to the last portion of the evening, which is what has been inspiring us this week. I will go first. Got a chance to see a band that I'll be honest, I'm not a disciple of, but I've always loved some of their music. The band is Devo, celebrating their 50th anniversary as a band. Wow. Everyone knows Whip It. Whip It was iconic if you were growing up in the 80s and the MTV age, kind of seeing this very strange, iconic, unusual video. They have some other great songs, but I wouldn't say I like went down the canon to listen to Devo. My seven-year-old and I listened to Whip It a lot as a pump-up song for him. And I got the call from my good friend Ryan Bailey, who has a podcast that we love called It's So Bad, it's so Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, which is an amazing review of all things reality television. So if you have a chance to check that out, please do. He's crushing the game. Uh, and hopefully we'll be on his show soon, and maybe we'll get him on our show uh, at some point. That'd talk, be fun. Talk something. But we went and saw – he's my concert buddy. Everyone should have a concert buddy, a friend you can count on to go see music with. Over the years, we've probably seen 50 or more shows together and we went to see Devo uh, down near what is the SoFi Stadium. The end of it is called the YouTube Theater and I walked into it. This place is sold out. It was packed. People are dressed up in these costumes that Devo has worn in their videos. I mean they have a, they have a religious fan base and that's where the inspiration comes from. It's similar to being uh, going to show Dead & Company earlier this year where I'm just walking into a world where people are fanatics about something and just getting swept up in the positive energy of everyone being so excited to see something that they love. And you can't help but love it too. I've learned that I want more of that in 2024 where I'm maybe, oh, this isn't my thing per se, but I want to go where people are exuding positive energy and having the best time. I want more of that. So inspired by Devo, the music they made, the way they, very thoughtful sort of satirical music. And of course, inspired by my friend Ryan Bailey, who continues to crush the podcast game with So Bad It's Good. Fun week for me to get out into the world and see um, see some good stuff. So that's my inspiration for the week. Catherine, what do you have? I have a book for you. I just finished Crazy Brave by Joy Harjo. Now, this book uh, is her memoir was published in 2012, so not recently. But I was more recently turned on to Joy Harjo. She's a musician, she's a poet, she was the poet laureate, and she is like still, I think, one of the leading Native American voices in poetry for sure. And this this memoir is poetical, it's biographical, but it it just it's visionary. It's really a piece of art. And it was beautiful to read and, and heartbreaking because she had such this hard, hard life. But, you know, there's a lot of memoirs out there. And that I think that market's kind of overblown. And this was just not that something so different and raw and hard to read and beautiful at the same time, like her poetry is amazing. So if you want something deep, but not too long and a memoir but that's different from all the rest. I recommend it. And her, her poetry is amazing too. So you can check that out too. All right, that's it. That's it for episode 
125 of the long finish, episode 125 is in the books. Thank you to everyone for continuing to listen to the show. If you have a chance to rate, review, and subscribe to our show, it would mean a lot to us. It really helps us get our feed out there. We should be back with some new episodes to end the year, obviously getting to sparkling season. Mm-hmm. Very excited about that, so stay tuned for more episodes coming up. Catherine, where can they find you and The Long Finish on social media? You can find me at Catherine Wild Coker on Instagram, and you can find The Long Finish there too, at The Long Finish. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tug Coker. Let's head straight into Thanksgiving week. No school, all fun, lots of food, lots of football. Everyone, have a great week. Until next time, be happy, be healthy, and happy drinking. Ciao.